Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke. Please give me a five-star review on Apple whatever. Were African-American neighborhoods destroyed by desegregation? Is Guatemala being destroyed by brain drain? Are the kids of Nigerian doctors using stolen valor of American slaves to get into Harvard? All today on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So I'm listening to the new Cut the Bull with Charles Love and Shamika, and sometimes Wilford. But anyways, they're talking about housing, and Charles Love, he answers a question that I've been having. Like, I've been hearing more and more people, like people even on the left, I think even people on NPR, say that, uh, I'm going to cuss, black neighborhoods went to shit because of desegregation. And I think you can look up the stats, and, you know, maybe this, you know, this is, whatever, this is not charitable. I always, th- always kind of thought it was from the riots of um, the civil rights era. But uh, Charles here is going to explain what it is. It's basically white flight, except for it's black flight. One of the truths about the black neighborhoods that nobody likes to say, but we say it here because we cut the bull, is desegregation caused a lot of those problems in the black neighborhood, not just racism. Racism is true. But what happened was, like, my mom would talk about when she grew up and she grew up poor, but all the blacks had to live in the neighborhood. It was a segregated neighborhood. But that means it's bad because of the intent was racist. But if you looked at it, it was good because the, the, the garbage man and the housewife and, and the doctor all lived in the same neighborhood because they couldn't live anywhere else, right? So they had, they were poor, but they had put, uh, butcher, butchers, I'm sorry, butchers and cobblers and things like that in their neighborhood because people could make money off these businesses because you had upper middle class people. Once they didn't have segregation and blacks could go wherever they wanted, who, who do you think were the first ones to move out? Doctors and the lawyers, right? So all the professionals leave out, and then slowly the neighborhood changes. So that wasn't intentional. Those people who left the neighborhood didn't do it because they hated black people, right? They wanted an opportunity to move up, and we celebrated that. But what was the the neighborhood left with? And it hurt, so. Now, Shamika is such a firecracker. And so, you know, she talks, whatever. The conversation goes on, and she throws in some of her uh, firecrackerness. So I'm just going to. Plagiarize her and throw that in now. Are you smiling, Shanika? Because when you said uh, something about um, what do you something like what do you see what? in black neighborhoods or something like that, and we talk about it here on Cut the Bull, I was thinking broken blinds. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Shanika said that. Yeah, because if I ride by a house and the blinds are broken. Automatically think it's a black person's house. <laughs> Look what you got yourself into, Bob. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't. I'm never checking out people's blinds when I yeah. go down the street in New York. I, <laughs> I do, uh, it just bothers me so bad. And so I think that's an interesting idea that a neighborhood goes to crap when whatever the the rich people or the middle class people leave and you know basically the people who it goes to crap when the people who can leave leave and all you're left with is the people that can't leave and I mean that sounds I mean, that sounds pretty rock solid supply and demand uh, whatever easy economic theory there sounds right to me and I'm sure it's many different uh, I'm sure there's many factors 
But so, like, what you know, what was Charles saying? Let me put what he said in my own words if I can here. Which is that when you had doctors and lawyers and garbage men living in the neighborhood, then you needed to have businesses. You know, back in the day when you had to fix your shoes instead of throwing them in the trash and buying some new Chinese-made shoes, you'd have a cobbler in your neighborhood. And then, they didn't say this, but I believe that means that, you know, maybe... That cobbler might, I guess that cobbler would be a black person. And so there you go. You got a black person who's a cobbler and they've got a job and they're in the neighborhood. So now that person is like a, you know, super productive member of society who has a business. Maybe they have to hire an assistant cobbler. Maybe they, uh, you know, they probably own their own home and are, you know, going to send their kid to college, saving up for that stuff. But you take away the doctor, lawyer, and garbage man, and now there ain't no one to go to the cobbler's business. So now the cobbler disappears. You know, it's like, it's kind of like that, that thing, like every dollar you spend creates another dollar in the economy or whatever. So whatever, every productive person in a neighborhood creates probably, you know, I don't know, another productive person or a half a productive person. And so it's, you know, it's a virtuous cycle and it's wonderful. So anyways, that makes sense to me. It's interesting. I'll just throw it out here in this podcast. And so I want to, take a look at this in terms of brain drain immigration and brain drain so you know especially like illegal immigration into uh whatever america for instance now you know if you're woke and you're on the left you're like immigration is wonderful illegal immigration this is you know they're all whatever they should all be let in you can't let in too many of them and then they pat, you know, the, the woke person pats themselves on the back and is like, man, I am, I guess they're, I guess, I guess they don't say I'm the new Rosa Parks. They say what, Cesar Chavez? They're like, I, I am, I am 2021's Cesar Chavez. I'm a 37 year old white woman living in a two and a half million dollar house in Brooklyn. And I'm a civil rights hero because I support letting in as many illegal immigrants as possible. Or maybe, maybe you don't say, how many do you want to let in? They say, I don't know, but what's happening at the border is inhumane, so that's intolerable. You know, you, you, you don't, you know, it's, it's, a, it's cognitive dissonance. This 37-year-old lady, let's call her Karen, I guess, uh, she's not going to contemplate exactly how many she wants to let in. She just says, you know, turning them away is inhumane. So she doesn't realize that says, let them all in, but she knows that it's inhumane and that she is the new Cesar Chavez. And she supports Black Lives Matter, so she's the new Rosa Parks. So she's actually better than both of them, because she is both of them. I should say about Karen, Karen is like the N-word for white women, but I think, uh, even though I'm not a white woman, we need to take that word back. So either you can be like, what up my Karens? Or you call woke people Karen. Either way, in fact, do both. I'm sure I'm not the first person to say, what up, my Karens? But I want to say a neighborhood might be like a country. Like Basically, the question is, does brain dra- is brain drain a real thing? Brain drain is the idea that all the good immigrants move to America and that destroys the country that they leave. You know, like basically the smart ones, the doctors and the lawyers and the computer programmers... They move to America, and then the country that they left from doesn't have no doctors, lawyers, or computer programmers, 
and it turns into a hellhole. So I still haven't seen definitive proof of whether or not that is true, but um, if countries are like neighborhoods, and then all the people who can't, you know, Guatemala, for instance, if all the people who can leave Guatemala move to America, and that's basically the people who have whatever have have the ability, they have a they have more ability than the people who can't leave, and then the people who can't leave are left behind. Uh, you're not going to have a very nice country there. So everyone who's like, oh, it, how we treat immigrants is inhumane, let them all in. Uh, what you're actually doing is, you know, for everyone that you let in, you're probably um, passing sentence on a hundred Guatemalans back in their country who are going to just have totally destroyed lives. So there you go. You thought you were being nice. It's like BLM all over again. You thought you were being nice, and you just destroyed the lives of a ton of people you were trying to help. Anyways, I love that irony. Um, let's move on from uh, Guatemala to Nigeria. There's something, there's a little bit of a stereotype of Nigerian doctors. Like Nigerians, I think Indians are the richest type of American, but Nigerians are up there. I mean, they're, they're way above like white people. Anyways, Nigerian Americans, they're very rich. And part of it is because, you know, you're a doctor in Nigeria. You're like, I'm going to get the hell out of here. I'm going to move to America. And Nigeria is currently kind of going down in flames if you, whatever, if you follow the news of Nigeria, which I do. Because in the Northeast, they got Boko Haram. And in fact, they're being replaced by an IS, Islamic State, Africa or something. And that's where they were to, they go and like kidnap like a hundred, I don't know, middle school girls all at one time. And then you know, maybe ask for a ransom for some of them, marry some of them, kill some of them. You get the idea. So that was the Northeast, and that was their that was that was their problem for a while, Nigeria's problem. But now the northwest part is getting all screwed up. And once again it's kidnapping, but these are these are Christians. Nigeria's like half Muslim, half Christian. So anyways, you know, you you would you know, to put it uncharitably, you'd kind of assume the Muslim part of that country would have problems. But the Christian part in the Northwest, um, they got these crazy gangs, just like super ruthless, super duper ruthless, you know, come into your village with machine guns and uh, kidnap people, rob you, shoot you with their machine gun. And then there's something going on in the South, too. I forget which corner of the South they got. I don't even know what. They got something terrible going on in the South also. And then they got the city Lagos, which I think either the biggest city in Africa or it's about to be and they're doing good like they got uh whatever they got like I heard they have three unicorns which is a tech startup company worth over a billion dollars so they got an amazing city that's doing great and then a whole country that's going to crap and the thing you should know about them I think they got like 200 million people but they are projected to have 750 million people I think by 2100 like they're going to be whatever when you, if you randomly grab people off of the plane, you know, if an alien comes to Earth and randomly grabs people, they're probably going to get a Nigerian in 2100 because their population is shooting through the roof like no other country even comes close. I mean, that's a you know increase of over half a billion people. All right, so I'm losing my thread here, but you know I think every Nigerian doctor they probably could have started a hospital in Nigeria, and then you know your hospital needs needs uh, I don't know five office workers, 
five nurses, three janitors, two landscapers. To build the hospital, you need 10 concrete workers, five electricians, two plumbers, etc. And so every Nigerian doctor that moves to America, you know, it sucks away probably a hundred jobs that they could have had in Nigeria. And, you know, and then whatever, this guy, he's, he lives in America. He probably moves to Manhattan. I think they moved to New York, because why wouldn't you? He moved to Manhattan. It's possibly the safest neighborhood on the entire planet. You make a half million dollars a year, and when your kid uh, wants to go to Harvard, they get to step over the bodies of Asian people who are discriminated against and grab some of that uh, stolen valor of African-American slaves.